get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And joining us in the Blues booth, as he does every Tuesday morning, is Darren Pang of Valley Sports. And the Blues 5-0, and and Panger and J.K. and the gang at Valley having a lot of fun. Panger, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, uh, Randy. Yeah, we are having a lot of fun. It's always, uh, hey, hey, listen, it's always great to go into the rink knowing your team's got a chance to win and knowing that uh, they're putting on a you know a real good show and trying hard. And and uh, even last night, hey, Randy, it was, you know, that's, a, that's an even game for a long time. And, and uh, a team that maybe didn't have the wherewithal or the mental, you know, toughness might have let that slip away. But the Blues found a way to, to pull it out and, and to go 5-0 and to start the year. Panger, speaking of fun, it's been so fun watching Vladimir Tarasenko. We're seeing shades of vintage Vladdy here, and he's playing right now like a man on a mission. We are seeing that that part of his game, and I, I, you know, I remember like it was yesterday the way the way he broke on, you know, onto the scene and. I remember that first game that he played against Detroit. Man, his first two shots on goal were goals, and they were electrifying. I remember him going up in Madison Square Garden and scoring one of the most beautiful goals I've seen. And um, you know, I think with with the surgeries and and maybe with a lack of confidence because of that and and whatever was going on, um, he it, it just wasn't the same uh, following the Stanley Cup win. And um, and you know, now we've we're seeing a player now who looks like he when he jumps onto that ice, he's got that look in his eyes. He He's uh, on the bench. He's been a really good teammate. You know, he's been really supportive, and uh, uh, there's a, there's energy. And I and you know, and I, you know, I, I, again, I guess I we can't dive too deep into it. But a lot of things happened. A lot of things were said, and and uh, and it's a it's a funny team sport. Like once you're in and you're part of a team, you've you've got to give it everything you've got, and you've got to make sure that your teammates know you're you're all there, and that. Guys have been saying that from the beginning of training camp that hey, there's nothing, nothing really has changed much. He's been a really good teammate and he's uh, and he's trying hard. And well, well, last night was a good example of a of a of a player that can break a game wide open. And that's what separates players like Vladdy uh, from from other guys in the league. They, uh, you know, it's just that one shot, that one flick of the wrist, and and bang, a zero zero game turns into one nothing, and then another shot, two nothing, and thanks for coming. And we're you know you're into two points. So good for Vladdy. I'm really happy for him, and I know it was a. Uh, He's pretty excited last night. Panger, we're all enamored of the fact that the Blues lead the conference with 25 goals, but nobody has allowed fewer either. 11 goals against by the Blues. Beyond the play of the goalies, why is the Blues' goal suppression so good so far? Mm, yeah, you, you're, I mean, really, and it could be few. It could be fewer goals against when mm-hmm. you really look at it. I think they, you know, they kind of hung their Binnington out to dry a couple of times on that road trip because uh, he was outstanding. Um, I, you know, I I think that the D as a whole is is more focused on the five man unit. I think we we probably all got caught up um, 
into the Stanley Cup winning team and the ingredients that were behind that and, you know, uh, whether it be Petrangelo, whether it be Joel Edmondson or, or, or Jay Bowmeister, those are long sticks. Those are big bodies. Those are really good defenders. And uh, and things change along the way. So I like the fact that the team, Randy, has has focused more on, on five-man units. I think they're tighter down low. I think our centermen are doing a phenomenal job in helping out. And uh, and a healthy Colton Preco doesn't hurt either. No. I mean, this is a way different guy than last year where he was really laboring and it was really painful to watch with the, with how injured he was last year trying to play through it. Billy Huso-Panger with 34 saves for his second career shutout last night. What were you seeing from Billy last night? I, he was just rock solid. Um, you know, right off the bat, he wasn't under siege. It wasn't like he had a lot of quality shots right away. I thought the guys did a great job of keeping L.A. to the outside. And, you know, he's a good angle goaltender. He's um, he, he, he's really good. When he gets set in his position and the shots are from the outside, I mean, we watch him practice nearly every day, and he's, he's, he's hard to beat that way. The other part I liked about it was, L.A. was was fairly good down low, and they had several wraparound attempts. And I I thought he was really good at reading those plays and um, quieted things down. And Craig Berube told us that before the game. I I, I don't need Billy to keep the puck moving, and we can take a face off because we're good at that. So I thought he did a really good job of that and slowing slowing some of that down and not making one of those mental errors, just trying to keep the play alive. It seems like after the injury plagued year that Robert Thomas had last year, that he seems to be back on that ascending path that he was on a couple of years ago. I, I would agree with that. I think this is the way he started the season last year. Um, really confident, had a great camp. Uh, I, you know, I know us, the broadcasters that kind of hunker around there and watch, we're all kind of, you know, putting our money on what pony. And it was like, <laughs> ooh, Robert Thomas is going to have an unbelievable year. And then, you know, you know, there was one thing after another, it, it just, he got halted, whether it was an injury or just a lack of confidence or down on himself. Um, but, uh, but, you know, this year he starts it out again, and, and he's been phenomenal, just phenomenal. Um, and I like the fact that, you know, that that line, I, I, you can call it one, two, three, or four. I, I don't care what you call it. I call it a really good line. When Barbashev's working as hard as he works, uh, and, 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 you know, and, and now every single shift, you know, Vladdy Tarasenko is, is working hard for his teammates. He's battling for pucks. There's some chemistry there, and uh, what makes that line so dangerous is that Craig Berube can get a lot of matchups, whether it's at home or on the road. And you know, last night it happened a few times. The, the, I, I didn't think the third line for for LA, um, you know, could match up against them. And, and sure enough, they, you know, I, I thought Craig did a great job too. But um, that that's one of the best, you know, so far what I've seen. It's one of the best lines in hockey, let alone uh, if you want to call it a third line. David Perron with his sixth goal of the season. That's a team high. And it's, he's been so impressive this season, Panger. But he was nursing that injury that almost caused him to miss the opener. It, it just seems like he's aging like a fine wine. Yeah, he is. I call him a 1988 uh, Chateau Perron. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and he likes wine. So that's a, it's, it's okay. He's okay with that. Um, yeah, it, it, is, it is something, isn't it? Um, you know, uh, certain players, I, I don't know, they, they make their adjustments. I mean, I think there was a time not long ago that many observers and probably many pro scouts wondered, you know, where David Prawn was heading. And, you know, he did a, there's a number of things that he did to change his game. And he and I have spoken about this many, many times. There was a, an assistant coach in Pittsburgh, Rick Tockett, that's now over at TNT, um, who really worked with him on his shot 
uh, on changing his stick a little bit. Uh, then he went over to the Vegas Golden Knights, and, and Jonathan Marcia saw his buddy, and Jonathan convinced him to, to change the flex in his stick, change the length of the, change the curve of it. And and I do believe that that those those things ha- mean. I don't, I don't know, put him in a better spot. Put him, I mean, put him to where he is right now. Now, obviously, he's a talented kid, and he's got some great hockey sense. But, you know, there's things along the way that he also made adjustments to stay relative um, and relevant, I think so, in the league. Like, I think he, he did it himself. So now here we have a guy that has great chemistry with Ryan O'Reilly, has great confidence. The coach leans on him. The, I think Craig Berube's given him a lot of confidence as well. And so all of that, now you've, got, uh, now you've got some grapes that are just uh, uh, about to head into the bottle. And I think he's got, what, he's probably got four or five really good years left in him. And that's, that's saying an awful lot. And Panger, when you look at that line without Brandon Saad, when everybody's healthy and back, Butch Navich came back last night, the best thing that you can have on a hockey team or on any athletic team is competition for playing time. That's what everybody wants. And the Blues will have a lot of good players competing for not as much playing time, won't they? Well, that's that's just a fact. I mean, you know, and things happen. I mean, there's, you know, injuries happen along the way. And, you know, one injury, you know, to... uh to a player opens up the door and, um, you know, like Kyle Clifford had the door opened up and he stepped in there and, you know, played really well. Um, you know, Jake Neighbors hasn't taken his foot off the off the pedal, and uh, you know, and that's not allowing anybody else to jump in. Um, we've got guys in the minors that uh, probably were shocked that he, they went through waivers and are ended up in the American Hockey League. So yes, very very deep club. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Sod, you know, on that on that line, and then Clem Costin will have to fight his way and claw his way for for another opportunity, whether it be on the fourth line or being out of the lineup, and that's waiting again for that opportunity. But you know, the Blues are as deep as any team in. The the National Hockey League um, um, and, and can do, you know, can, they can play the game any which way you, you want to play the game. And I think that's the impressive part about it. Hey, Panger, before we let you go, uh, and the Blues have a couple of home games, they have Colorado and Chicago coming up, but on November 14th, Edmonton is in town, and we've all been waiting for the Oilers to supplement Dreisaitl and McDavid. And Ken Holland and Dave Tippett appear to have done that. They're off to a 5-0 and start, just like the Blues. And I know that you keep an eye on every team. How excited are you to see those two players now being supplemented by some depth in Edmonton? Yeah, Zach Hyman came over from Toronto, and he's still just in the prime of his career. So it was a, you know, it was a lengthy contract, but uh, but for right now, he's a, he's a good player, and he's complimented them really, really well. So, yeah, they're they're not, they're, you know, they're. I mean, let's face it, they're they're those are two terrific players. Um, and and the challenge is is having you know multiple lines that can go up against them, and you know you know be real focused in a defending role. But, you know, I like the way they play. I think that would be exciting. If you consider the way, you know, our home opener was against L.A. and how exciting that was back and forth, then you can imagine what it'll be like going up against uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl. Okay, I think I know the answer to this. Right now it's 41 degrees in St. Louis. Is today a golf day for Darren Pang? Oh, there's no question about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured that would be the case. You, you can tough it out. You're, you are not a weather wuss like I am, Panger. Long underwear, you know, a good, good, <laughs> couple of good layers and off and running. Have a great day. Thanks so much for the time. Always good to hear your voice. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. See you later. That's our friend and blues analyst on Bally Sports Midwest, Darren Pang. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. 
Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.